Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Hello, everyone. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com. Welcome back to the Dollars and Cents Show with another episode of uh, the Homeschool CPA podcast with some helpful information, I hope, for homeschool organizations, both nonprofit and for-profit, because today I'm going to be talking about independent contractors and whether the folks that you hire to work in your nonprofit homeschool organization or homeschool business should be employees or independent contractors. And in particular, I want to talk about a court case that happened out in California that has created quite a buzz and quite a stir in um, the business world and the nonprofit world. And that is called the Dynamex case, sometimes called the ABC test. So let me first of all explain that it doesn't matter whether you are part of a nonprofit homeschool group with tax exempt status or you're far, part of a for profit uh, homeschool business, that uh, the employment law about um, whether you hire employees and taxes you have to pay on employees or independent contractors is the same. So what I'm going to tell you applies to you, whether you're a nonprofit organization with or without tax exempt status, basically if you pay anybody as a for-profit or not-for-profit, this is important information for you to know. So back in late April, April 30th, 2018, so quite a while ago, because I'm recording this uh, in January of 2019, so for a good six months or more, uh, we in the business world have known about this Dynamex case. And Dynamex was um, a company out in California who, I think they were like a, a trucking company or delivery services company, and they had some uh, drivers working for them as independent contractors. And the independent contractors thought they should be uh, treated and paid as employees and get uh, benefits as employees as well. And the California Supreme Court decided they were correct. They, they ruled in favor of the employees, uh, the workers, the dr- delivery drivers, and said, you're not independent contractors. You should be employees. And they applied three tests. They call it their ABC test. And that's what I want to talk to you about. Although this was a, a Supreme Court case in California, more than 20 states have some form of the ABC test, this three-part test of whether your worker is an employee or an independent contractor. And more states are adopting some of these simpler uh, tests to determine if someone is an independent contractor or not. So I want to talk to you about the three parts, the A, the B, and the C, and which one is probably hardest for homeschool groups to overcome, and indeed all businesses, to satisfy. So the way this ABC test works is it says you have to meet all three of these criteria in order for a worker to be treated as an independent contractor. All right. So the A1, first of all, says that the worker is free from the control and direction of your organization who hires them in relation to their work. Okay. So free from control and direction. That's A. B, this test also must be passed. It's an and. A and B and C. B says this, that in order to be treated as independent contractor, this worker has to perform work that is outside the usual course of your organization's business. 
Okay, so they do something that is not the key activity of your business. It's the way the IRS has put it for years. And this uh, Dynamics, the case ABC test in California, they word it as in order to be an independent contractor, the worker has to do work that is outside the usual course of business. And finally, the last test, and again, you have to pass all three in order for this worker to be an independent contractor. It's C, and it is this one that that worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature that you hired them for. So in other words, they need some independent trade on their own outside of working just for you. So that might be evidenced by the fact that maybe they have other clients that they serve or they have established a trade, uh, a business and provide just services that are outside the normal course of your business or the usual course of your business and you don't control or direct them, then they're an independent contractor. Okay, did you get all those? A, B, and C. Now, which one do you think would be hardest for your homeschool program to comply with? And remember, you gotta comply with all three. I will tell you which one I think homeschool groups fail at uh, most often, and that's B. Okay, B, about um, the, the worker performs work outside of the usual course of business. Well, let me, let me tell you. For example, I get a lot of phone calls or emails or even social media posts from homeschool leaders or homeschool business owners, and they'll say things like, Carol, we try not to control this person that we hired at all. We, sure, we hired them to teach our science class or to teach our English class or something like that, but we don't tell them when to come, or we tell them when to come because it's got to come on the day the co-op meets, but we don't tell them what curriculum to use. You, you know, they decide everything. So the homeschool group is trying to tell me, hey, we pass part A of the ABC test for independent contractor status. We don't control or direct them. And I say, good for you. You passed one part. How about parts B and C? Well, then they go to C. Ah, well, they also tutor at another homeschool co-op or they also teach art classes on the side or they give us an invoice on a letterhead. We tell them they have to establish their own business. Okay, good. You tried to get this worker to, you know, look like an independent contractor, like an independent business owner. So you met part C. So A and C, yeah, I think some homeschool groups are, are quite successful at meeting those two tests. It's the middle test. The B part, which not only homeschool groups, but many, many businesses are going to have a hard time passing this test in order to treat their workers as independent contractors. And remember, that's the test, the part B, that says the worker performs work that is outside the usual course of the business. So here's the way I, the conversation goes with this hypothetical homeschool group leader. Uh, well, what is the tutor, teacher that you're hiring doing? Well, they're teaching classes. Oh, uh, isn't that what you guys do in your homeschool co-op? Well, yeah. And I said, if uh, all those uh, teachers or tutors didn't exist, would you have a business or a, a program? Well, no, that's what we do. And I said, sorry, you just failed part B test of the ABC independent contractor test. Um, uh, basically, tutors instructors, teachers in homeschool organizations are providing the key activity of the business. That is the course of the business, their educational services. That's what you hire them to do. That's what they're providing. 
they are not performing work that's outside the course of your business. Therefore, they're not independent contractors. They should be treated as like employees, according to the California Supreme Court and 20 other states that have adopted this ABC test for independent contractors. So this is really nothing new, to be honest. The IRS has been saying for a long time that if your worker is providing the key activity to the business, they should be your employees. I wrote that in my book, Paying Workers in a Homeschool Organization, which you can find on my website, homeschoolcpa.com. I've posted blog posts before and I've counseled with uh, dozens of homeschool groups. And that part is usually the stickler. When I explained to them, you know, you could hire me as an independent contractor, you know, as your accountant or your or your advisor for account um, consulting session, you know, where you're free of controlling me. I don't do the work that is the usual course of your homeschool business. You know, it's not accounting, it's education. Um, so, you know, I'm an outsider and I have an independent trader business doing accounting and consulting work. So I'm very clearly an independent contractor if you hire me. But your tutors, your teachers who are delivering the key activity of your business, you know, educational classes. Sorry. Sorry, folks. And I don't like having to tell you that, but this is the way that um, not just California, but like I said, 20 states and more to come are going with simpler tests for, uh, simpler tests, but harder to comply with (laughs) tests to see if your workers are properly classified as independent contractors. So if you're getting nervous and you're saying, we can't pass those tests, Carol, then I say, well, then you need to consider uh, revamping your program, maybe going back to the all-volunteer co-op program that's been successful for many, many groups for many, many years, or consider hiring those teachers or tutors that you bring in to deliver the main activity of your business, education, as employees. And my book, Paying workers in a homeschool organization can certainly help you understand what needs to be done when you want to and need to legally pay somebody as an employee. It involves payroll taxes. It probably involves some other things at the state level, like uh, perhaps workers' compensation, unemployment, issues like that. Most of these things are very state-specific, so I recommend you start by reading my book, Paying Workers in a Homeschool Organization. Find it on Amazon.com or at homeschoolcpa.com. Or, and please consult with a, a local payroll service and maybe a local CPA to know the specifics for your specific state since some of these um, employment issues are state-specific. Uh, wish you the best. Keep doing the work that you're doing. I know it gets more complicated, it seems like, every year as you have to worry about these issues of how to pay workers, but we do not want homeschool organizations to get into trouble. We don't want you to get into trouble. Uh, we want homeschooling groups to be successful in meeting the needs of families in your area and homeschooling successfully. So I wish you the best. Take care. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.